hello, happy Sunday, and yes. welcome to the DMV Vibe Podcast. I am Miss Pink. And I'm Fearless Swagger. Okay, y'all. We're just gonna jump in real quick. Um, so we did a Father's Day episode a couple days late. Yes. We had some minor technical difficulties because we clearly weren't in the studio. But it was still uh, a good episode. Shout out to uh, Mr. Shea. He tapped in with us. He talked about fatherhood a little bit. And um, also, if you have not went to his website, it's selffamouscollection.com. So, as we approach the holiday, I'm super excited. It's a three-day weekend, even though I've been having a couple of three-day weekends over the past couple weeks. But um, we're at the end of June. We're six months. Definitely. Through 2021. And um, I feel like it went back kind of fast. It did. Um, everything's out. Clearly outside is open because traffic's been trash. Very. Okay. Super trash. Um, but I did want to go over it because I didn't go over earlier this month about um, this month the couple of awareness things that they have so it's PTSD awareness month um, Alzheimer's awareness month men's health month and we did not do men's health week and so I said I was going to backtrack a little bit cover over not just the mental health but some physical health stuff and um, it's also pride month tomorrow's actually pride day 28th marks um, the significance in it is the history of the first parade that happened in New York for the LGBTQ community. I think I said all the letters. I don't know. Isn't it a plus now? Um, it's the yeah, LGBTQ plus, plus. I actually seen a chart and the chart first of all it had like double letters. It's like some A's and everything. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, so it's a, a lot, lot more. Yeah, it's a lot that things that's a part of it. Spectrum and um, helping everybody in that community be able to identify where they want. Um, they had a lot of events, and I even saw they painted downtown, down um, 17th Street. It's real colorful right now. I don't know if it's going to stay like that. I haven't been in the city in a while, so. Yeah. The DC is definitely always trying to incorporate everything. Um, but... I said I was going to go over like a lot of health facts, especially when it pertains to black men. And um, getting tested is highly important, not just for men, for everybody. But um, I did want to talk about as we get older, approach the age, for us women, we have to get our tatas checked. Men, you need to get your prostate checked. Prostate cancer is like the number one cancer that men can get mm-hmm. and um, I'm gonna go over a couple statistics real quick before I go into like the symptoms and what to look for um, one in eight men are diagnosed in their lifetime six out of ten of them are 65 and older and there are 248,530 new cases yearly um, even though it says 65 and older you can get it younger than that. My grandfather was not 65 when he found out that he was diagnosed with it. Um, luckily, they found it early. Um, so he went through his radiation and chemotherapy 
and it is in remission. Thank God it's been in remission now for like, I want to say five years, but it was a long process. You had to have surgery and along with battling that, you're, uh, you know, especially you single men who don't know how to cook. I'm going to need y'all to get better diets um, because that's definitely something that plays a factor in your health. Black men, especially, because black men do not like to go to the doctor. They don't like to get their regular checkups, um, and that's why we are number one in everything. everything Honestly. Because we don't like to go to the doctor. We don't like to get our checkups. We don't like to take care of ourselves. I feel like if you're paying all this uh, money a month in health insurance, you need to use it. Yeah. Um, I go get my physicals every year even though I don't have to but I still get a physical every year I get tested every year um also because you know I ain't out here just humping anything and everything is moving so I always do what I'm supposed to do and I think everybody definitely should really take your health seriously especially um in the black community like we really need to take our health seriously absolutely um I'm going to go over, look, I wrote so many facts down when I was researching this because I feel like uh, I have several friends that act like they're just so scared to get talent. Are you scared of knowing, like, your status? Because, first of all, today is a national HIV testing day, if y'all didn't know. I posted it on my page. Um, Super important day. You need to know your status, especially if you are sexually active. Um, especially if you, um, what I like to call a friendly fella. That means that y'all just be having multiple partners in a short period of time. But I think that's what people are scared because they know that they out here living reckless. But it's like, you need to know because you put other people people at risk and that's not fair to them. Yeah. So, um, I've looked up a lot of facts on the cdc.gov website and I'm going to give y'all the top 10... Um, killers of the African American man. Heart disease, cancer, homicide, clearly we know because it's been a rough year in the city. Um, stroke, diabetes, um, chronic chronic lower respiratory diseases, kidney disease, and um, what they call accidental in- injuries. So um, like that's like car crashes and things that are out of our control. But, and that, that was the stats from 2017. So they haven't even gone over like the last three years. And a lot of it has changed. Um, so many things affect our daily life. And I know sometimes y'all don't have a safe place to go or to talk to somebody. Because we always go over mental health. But um, mental health and physical health go hand in hand. So, if you can't or don't want to go to the doctor by yourself, um, I think y'all should be adult enough to do so. But, if you need a friend to go with you, ask somebody to go with you. Please. Just please get tested. Um, Every time I go, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, go on. T- test me for everything. Everything. Yeah, because you can go to your primary care provider um and if you don't have a primary care provider, there are clinics throughout the DMV that test. Definitely. For STDs and for HIV. 
Um, I don't care where you go, just please get tested. Know your status. It's a lot of um, shysty people out here. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to tell you. There's some people who, once they get diagnosed with something serious, like whether it's um, whether the HIV or they have an STD that they cannot get rid of, he said, who got that monkey for? <laughs> says he don't start today. <laughs> but um, it's some people who, once they get diagnosed, they fall so deep in depression that it becomes something that they don't want to talk about because they're scared or they're on a war path. Right. Now they're angry. So right. now they're going to give it to anybody and anybody that they can do that to. And, yeah, you... It's trifling. I've seen it. They posted people um, in like major cities like Baltimore, who was the guy going around just giving, giving them STDs to everybody. And I'm just like, please stop meeting people on these dating apps um, and hooking up with them because you never know what they got. And condoms don't protect everything. They definitely don't. Um, some of the symptoms and. Uh, risk factors for prostate cancer um the symptoms are slow or weak urination stream blood in the urine or semen trouble getting an erection or pain between the hips the spine the chest or weakness in the leg or, or feet um that's one thing that uh in fact i had two grandfathers who were diagnosed with prostate cancer and the survival rate is very high. So please stop being scared to get tested. Um, the earlier you find out, the better. Because, like again, it is beatable. You just need to make sure that you, um, one, if you do get tested and you find out that you have cancer, please, please seek therapy. Because... Trying to hold that on your own is a lot, and it's a lot to process. So not only do therapy for yourself, but include your family, because sometimes your family doesn't know how to um, handle that kind of news either. So it's very important that y'all create a plan and um, go through therapy so that everybody will be able to continue to function on a somewhat normal basis. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was PTSD. So as someone who's been through PTSD, um, I know a lot of people think that it's just uh, people who were in the military. But it can actually be more than that. It could be any life-threatening event. I was going to say anything, anything traumatic. Because you have to remember the word is post-traumatic. So right. it, anything that is traumatic to a person. And um, never, um, what's the word I want to use? Don't make someone's trauma seem small. Because right. everybody doesn't handle everything the same way. So... Something that may be traumatic to me may not be traumatic to Pink, you know. So, but don't judge that person because it's not something that would be traumatic to that person. But people deal with trauma on a regular a regular basis, and some people don't even realize they have PTSD. Right, and uh, it has no age limit. Um, it I know it affects a lot of kids who uh, might have ended up ended up in the system. 
um I see this with the kids that I yeah, that I work with. Kids who are suffering from PTSD and you can tell that they never received therapy or that parents don't believe that they've done anything traumatic to them. And know that um sometimes parents can cause trauma not realizing that it's a trauma to a child. So don't feel guilty about it. If you put your child in that situation, just please get them help. Um, and listen, if they're telling you that something that you did or something that you said was um, traumatic, and you definitely see that a lot in our parents' generation, in our grandparents' generation, mm-hmm. like they don't realize like some, because um, scare tactics were oh. used a lot to keep you from doing things or deter you from doing things. So it caused you to have a traumatic response or some type of trauma and made you scared to do something. That's tra- that's a traumatic response because now you scared to death because they've used this scare tactic on you. Um but you definitely you definitely see that in the older generations. Just had this yeah. conversation with my mama the other day. <laughs> So um, that was one of the things that I saw. Uh, I forgot where. I think I seen the post on like um, Facebook. So especially with people who have children that are going into high school, um, we always ask: Are you creating a safe space for your child to be able to talk to you about anything and everything? Um, creating that safe space also means that when they come and tell you something, you can't overreact. Because that first initial reaction will be the basis of how they think you're going to take all information. And that co- that can cause the trauma because right. your response now created a traumatic incident for them. So now it's like, okay, well, then I'm never going to tell my mom or dad this ever again because I don't want that same reaction. Now I'm scared or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And I'm going to go over the statistics for the PTSD. 15% of female teens versus 14% boy teens experience at least one trauma by the time they've reached 18. But 3 to 15% of of those girls will end up having PTSD throughout their life. Opposed to 1 to 6% of boys. Um, I only think that the statistic is like that is because um, a lot of males don't get treated or seen. They uh, harvest that whatever traumatic experience. That is definitely um, true amongst, especially working in SPED, because most kids that are in SPED, especially those that that have an IEP that is... um, other health impaired, emotional disability, anything like that, they are, they have therapy. Therapy is written in their IEP. They have a certain amount of therapeutic hours. And I've seen just personally working with some of the students that some of the male students won't go to therapy or um, they'll, they'll go and they won't be open and they won't be honest. And so they can't, so the therapist can't do their job because this the student or the child isn't willing to be open and willing to talk about whatever tra- trauma or whatever experiences. So I definitely can see that, especially with the boys. Now, I've seen um, 
young the young ladies seem to be more open um some of them because i've had had students that just they had a therapist and they just refused to talk to their therapist Mm -hmm. um but and those were girls but you do have a lot of females young girls that they're they're more open to to talk to their therapist especially because it's they feel like in a sense it's not someone that's in their inner like their family um so you definitely see that but i can see those statistics just from working with the population that i work with and seeing things on a day-to-day basis yeah when i worked at the rec um we had started a program that i don't know if it still continued after i left but um it was geared towards the girls because plus i'm a female and um but i just saw how their friend dynamics were and things that they were experiencing going through the stuff that and uh, I worked at, it was connected to a school. I think the school went up to eighth grade. Those were things that I never had to deal with until I was probably like in high school. That I, that definitely will say that when, when we talk about traumas, especially with this generation, um, the things that they deal with are a lot different because they deal with them younger mm-hmm. and younger. Um and also because they have more access to different things. Like growing up, we didn't have social media. There was no Instagram. There was when we got Facebook. Most of us were, were out, in out of high school or twelfth grade. When Facebook came out, it was just for college. And when it was when it launched, I think it launched in like two thousand six. So we were still in high school. And then it was invitation only, and they had just opened it up to regular people. But you had to be invited. Um, onto that platform and so now these kids they're on like i've only been on tiktok for like three weeks and it's a lot of stuff on there i'm like little kids are on this on this like and this is the stuff that they're saying now i don't have a lot of inappropriate too much inappropriate stuff because of what my interests are but um but these kids what they see is traumatic like, even for me as a grown person, I don't like when people send me videos of, like, people being shot up and stuff like that. Or, like, I've had people send me videos of a suicide and somebody blew their whole head off and they recorded it. And, like, that is something that I will always remember because I saw it, you know. So I try not to, as an adult, you know, put those things, those images in my head because I don't remember that stuff. So imagine what these kids are looking at and it's causing... um and it's causing uh, traumatic responses or whatever, right? And that's different. You you do you do Zumba. So a lot of older people we are on social media as a uh, business, mm-hmm. but you still come across a lot of different things. And these kids, they're not on it for business purposes. They're on it, right. you know, to be with their friends and like things like that. So for me. As as a thirty two year old woman, I'm just like certain things. I just because I just feel like it's traumatic. Like I refuse to watch the George Floyd video. I have never watched it, and I never will. I've never watched. I refuse it all the way through, but I have seen like probably the first half of the video, but I never watched. I've only seen whatever little um, clips they showed on TV. The worst video I probably ever watched when it comes to like the police killings probably had to be Philandro Castle. That was probably like. Um, 
Yeah, the most that that video right there was traumatic. Yeah, that was a lot. I saw that. It's certain things that I just feel like should not be public access because um, it's no control over who's going to look at it. Um, and when we live in a world where everything is so accessible to children, we want children to be innocent until they reach a certain age. It's like certain things just need to have like a barrier. And of course, you know, a child, it's hard to regulate certain things mm-hmm. um, online because a child can lie about the age. These kids smart, but, th- but this generation <laughs> is smart. Like yeah. they know how to get around all of that. Um, so the post that I had found on Facebook, I'm going to go over it briefly because I feel like it kind of ties into uh, the PTSD. Um, this is supposed to be facts or information, tidbits, advice for people who have children going into high school. It says nobody gets through high school unscathed. So making nothing off limits, make nothing off limits in your daily discussions. That means sex, weed, STDs, protection, drinking, shoplifting, consent, sneaking out, parties, racism, bullying, or heartbreak. Even though it may feel like an uncomfortable situation, have those discussions. Um, Forcing your child to be good doesn't mean you have a good child. It probably is going to make them become a sneaky child. Set clear boundaries, let them make mistakes so they can learn how to be accountable for their actions and face consequences. That is like a super big thing. Because the people who um, have parents that are quote-unquote strict or don't um, allow them slow freedom are generally the people who have kids that they they sneak out and go to parties or they lie and say where they're going. Um, something traumatic generally happens to them but they're so scared to tell their parents that they don't find out till years later. Um, and it's not helping them teach them accountability. I've literally... I'm telling you, I've seen this working, working in the school system and being in public and private you see some interesting things and i have seen the pressures that parents will put on a child first of all your child has an iep okay and your child has not for academics because they're smart but they're autistic so and they're asperger's so they're very very high functioning but they just have the the social they lack the social skills part and they lack the emotional regulation part And so the one thing that I would see is I've seen parents be like, you have to get this or you have to do this. Or, and now if anybody's familiar with children with autism, they're very, um, like pinpoint, like on it, you know what I'm saying? Routine, everything. So I literally had a student that if he got a certain grade on the test, like it sent him into a behavior because he would think about, um, because it was what his parents were telling him because his parents had these high expectations and wanted him to be able to do all these things. And it's just like, it's okay to not get an A because I'm not going to say fail, but I mean, it is okay to fail, but 
in that sense, okay, you got a B on the test instead of an A. It's not the end of the world. It's still passing grade. You know, you still completed the assignment, like things like that. But I've seen like a child literally go into a full blown behavior because it's mm-hmm. it's about what is my mom gonna think, what is my dad gonna think. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being like, okay, it's okay. And some of these okay. and some of these parents put such unrealistic expectations on their on their children and so these people grow up to be these adults that have a hard time with failure Mm -hmm. and a hard time with not being in a certain place at a certain time like and it will send them into all different kind of spirals of depression and um it could lead to suicide it could lead to them committing a homicide and then jail time when there's and then there's no rehabilitation because you have parents I'm not going to say that failed them but didn't pay attention and weren't um, choosing their words wisely Mm -hmm. because I don't think sometimes people understand how words can truly affect people Um, I watched um, I know y'all I don't know if y'all follow Pretty D or well he don't go by Pretty D no more Yaffa the rapper from New Impressions He did a video, um, the intent was for it to be a joke, but it was like a fat shaming, and he released an apology earlier today. I think the video was really like yesterday, day before yesterday, but um, he said somebody approached him at a show yesterday and just said basically how what we may see some things as a joke, other people may take it to be hurtful, and um, we don't know what everybody's mental state is. I think that is important as far as when it comes to not only the the black community but on social media in general. A lot of things that we joke about um, really shouldn't even be laughable. But I think because we kind of desensitize. That's what it is. We're we're desensitized from so much different levels when it comes to um, what we think is funny. Or things, laughing at things that probably we shouldn't laugh at. Um, but I think the the great thing about his apology is that he took accountability for, I didn't, I wasn't in that mind state of thinking about how someone else would take it. Because mm-hmm. I was only taking it as, or presenting it as a joke. Um, so um, other things for tips for children, for parents that have children in high school is, um, as I stated earlier, you only get one shot at a first reaction, so don't overreact. You can always go back and be a little firmer, but you can never take back harsh words said in anger. Apologize every single time. And parents, it is nothing wrong with apologizing to your children when you are wrong. Um, when they mess up, don't attack their character. They're not a slut, a thief, a compulsive liar, lazy, or stupid. They're good people making bad decisions. Keep your focus on their actions and make better choices for their future. Um, We just talked about the grades. There's nothing wrong with the C. Don't make perfection your standard for them. Um, It's easy to forget how much we wanted to fit in back in school, the security you have with who you are handling peer pressure has taken you 30 plus years to develop they want to be liked by their peers too and will be influenced by them just help them to see which one truly cares about their well-being 
that's a super big thing when it comes to um I wanna say children of all ages. They don't, I don't think, think they I don't think they really like t- make a big deal of it when they're like in kindergarten. But I would say from like fourth grade up, um, being liked by others is something that I feel like only children really take personally. Because once we got into adults, we didn't give a fuck who, who fucking liked us. Well, you still have some adults that are like that, though. Like, you yeah. you still you have, have some adults that really care what people have to say. Like, I I literally have had this conversation with my students before. I, I have asked them, what is it about being liked so much? Like, it's nothing wrong with not being everybody's cup of tea, okay? And literally, the one thing that my mom always taught me is you are going to be miserable if you live your life worrying about what others have to say about you, okay? And so I tell my students all the time, why do y'all care so much? Why do you care so much about what people say about your hair or how you look or the person that you date or whatever? Why do you care? Because if if you live your life so busy trying to not have this certain image or whatever the case may be, like seriously, you're going to be miserable. You're going to mis- be miserable. When I tell y'all I don't care. I, like, I just, I don't care. I've literally had friends like, well, I don't think you should say that. Or you shouldn't post that on social media. I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. I I live life for me and only me. So I don't care what people think. And I've pretty much been like that all my life. Um, I walk to the beat of my own drum. Like that's the one thing. I have no problem going places by myself. I am okay with that. And actually, as I've gotten older, I've really enjoyed being by myself. So yeah, um, I haven't gotten to that level. Yeah, like There's certain I, things that I do by myself, but. Um, yeah, I'm just at the place now. Where I like I'm adventures with other people, so I can talk talk shit about something that I've seen. Like I, 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 I really like moving by myself. Like this weekend, yeah, I've been around people, but I've been moving by myself, which means nobody else came with me. I went by myself. I left by myself. Yeah. And great. I don't necessarily need you to be in the same car as me. Because <laughs> when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you know, but this. And it's nothing wrong with having friends. It's nothing wrong with having a tribe. Like, it's great. But it's almost like when we look at this generation, they have a hard time being – we're missing individuality. I think that's what we're, what mm. we're missing a lot. Um, and, yes, people are different. And everybody – is their own person, but we're missing that aspect of just being able to be yourself, being comfortable Mm -hmm. with yourself. And again, not worrying about what other people think, what other people think. Cause you definitely see in high school, it's wanting to be liked Mm -hmm. and it's like, everybody's not going to like you. So it's okay. You're not going to vibe with everyone. I know I I said this shit a couple couple months ago. I made a whole video about it. Look, it's okay to not be. I am not everybody's cup of tea. Hennessy, yes. Tequila. Whatever. I'm okay with that. Is your preference? It don't mean that we got a problem. It just means hey, our we, vibes yeah, just don't just, go together. It just it do, it doesn't mesh, and yeah. that and that's okay. And I think that's what we see 
is an issue now because mm-hmm. everybody like everybody wants to do the same things. Everybody wants to be in a clique and everybody wants to be like you guys you don't have to be in a clique. You can hang with everybody if you right. want to. That was me you know? in high school. Like, I was cool with everybody. I wasn't in no clique, no group or nothing but I knew a bunch of y'all that, that had the with the honey groups and everything. Yeah, you know, I knew all y'all, but I wasn't in no no clique. But hey, I knew who y'all I, I were. I wasn't in it, but if if y'all reckon, I probably I probably gonna be fighting too, just because that was me back then. <laughs> Any opportunity to fight was cool with me. But um, I think that's very true. Like a lot of people are just um, focused on, well, well, why don't so and so like me? It's like, man, that's their personal choice. And you even see it in Hollywood and with celebrities because you see some of the stuff that they post and it's just like, why do you care if this singer doesn't like you or this singer doesn't want to do a song with you or like, why does that matter? You still have your millions. You still doing whatever you need to do. Like, you still see this. You can tell are really like lonely in their uh, success. Now, I've said this before. And I've been called a hater. But Lizzo is one of them. I believe so. Lizzo is not happy. She definitely looks like she fakes her happiness. She She's so up and down. Um, And granted, we all have our days, you know. But there's nothing. Let me just say, let me look in the camera and say this. There is nothing that is going to make me turn this phone on, flip it around, and cry and record myself and Bro, then post what? it. <laughs> like, oh <my laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. I will <laughs> eat a square of carpet <laughs> before. It's going to make me ugly cry with my phone in my hand. With the camera turned around on my face. Only time I ugly cried on my phone, I must have been already getting with an ex or something. That's the only time I ugly cried. But as far as me posting it on social media, yeah, you got me like all I'm not, I'm up. not recording myself. And and granted, like Lizzo's a great artist, and I'm not taking away from that. But to me, it just feels like she's just not. It's one minute she's crying, and the next minute she's clapping her cheeks. So that's where I'm a little confused. Like that I, I mean it's okay to go and get help. Like another person that scares the hell out of me and that like physically scares me just I'd be really worried about them until Summer Walker. Yeah, she's up and Summer down Walker too. It's like goes from one extreme to the other and it's like bro like get some therapy please. Yes. Because you are too talented to be going through certain And things. these are the people that kids look up to and they see these things and so it's just like no don't don't turn your phone around and like snot ugly cry go talk to somebody like now i may have ugly cried talking to somebody on the phone they couldn't see the ugly cry but they knew i was ugly crying now i'll do that but i'm just because to me it's just like is it really that bad when they start asking this is my thing so you post a video like that you already know it's going to be a million people asking you, what's wrong? And then you so don't want to tell nobody. That, that you want you want people to have sympathy. You want to see who cares. Because it's, some of them people ain't going to fucking care still. They just want to They just want to be nosy. Right. right. <laughs> they just want to be nosy. So it's like you're still opening yourself up to not even 
feel the comfort that you want because some people are literally being nosy. They just, well, I don't really care. I just want to know why you, oh, that's why you crying? Oh, okay. And then they go carry on with their day. They're not going to check in on you and be like, oh, are you okay? No, they just wanted to know, oh, you sitting over here crying over whatever you're crying over. And it's just, it's weird. Like this. Yeah, I think it's that different. they should be like um, therapists for the industry to help them when they're transitioning to new levels of fame that they're not used to. Because uh, it's a lot of mental things to go behind that. Not only just, you know, not your physical time, but it can be draining. Right. And then, you know, you not knowing if people are really there for you mm-hmm. or they're really there for your success or, you know, just wanting to mooch off of whatever you have. So that, again, plays a lot on your mental. And then it does call people, cause them you get to still feel alone. These people have a million people around them and people around them, but they still feel lonely. Man. And you still and you see that even now with some kids and stuff like they may have an amazing family unit, but it's something going on with them internally to where they still feel like they're by themselves and they still feel like they don't have anybody. Yeah, um now whether I agree with how Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are racing uh, Zaya. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I agree with it, because I kind of feel like it's their personal business. They ain't really have to sh- tell the whole world that. But I think that they really created like a safe space for him to be able to explore whatever was going on inside of him. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really important. So even though we all have our opinions of what it may look like, um, until you have a child that is struggling to identify with who they are, I would just say, don't don't be raising your nose, looking at people, looking at them people. I be minding my business. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Because um, I saw so many people like attacking the Wade family for how literally they dealt people with have it. unfollowed him on social media. And, and I'm like, so what was he supposed I, to like? Stop loving his child, or I never followed him in beat, the first place. Beat so. it out of him. Like, I don't understand. Like some of y'all, I think y'all would get hit with like super reality checks if your child was to end up exploring thoughts like that or uh, decide that they were going to be gay. I'm just waiting for the little girl to really start talking. Oh, oh she got, she gonna have some words for them. Okay, because them facial expressions. She might got, uh, she might got blue ivy beat. Them fa- she's an old auntie and I'm just waiting for her to be like let me let me tell y'all she don't be looking like she with none of the shit <laughs> she don't want to share she be mean mugging like bro what makes you happy <laughs> that's what we want to say what makes you happy little girl listen when Gabby posted that video the other day she was like it's not a crisis okay sis she was letting you know Gabby it's, it's, it's not a crisis Man. but children do have like wonderful little personalities it's so much fun to watch them grow into it yes Um, junie is my favorite i cannot wait for iman and tiana's show to come on yes i seen a snippet of it and i watched a little 30 minute dog i love junie junie your wife Hey, mom and dad, with y'all big heads. Like, I love. She definitely just seems like she's very outgoing, like how Tiana. I was about to say, she's, she's her mother. Yes. Definitely. look just the fuck alike. And then mixed with Iman's cancer ass. Uh, mm-hmm. 
found out he's a cancer. I know, but I see he's been uh, dipping and dabbling a little bit everywhere in the uh, entertainment industry. And I love how she supports him. I definitely love. She like, well, if we going if I'm gonna be a bas- we gonna be over here with basketball today. Then we'll be in the studio tomorrow. Like, yeah, because he's on the song with um with her. What's the name of the song? What's up, love? I think something like that. And then uh, I seen well today's episode of the shy came on came on demand already. He was on there I don't too. Watch that. He was on there. I was like, all right. He even got in acting. Yeah, Iman now he, now he doing a lot of different things. Shout out to, shout out to Iman and Tiana. Yeah, the Schumperts. Okay. Um, damn, we did get sidetracked. We did. Sorry, right? y'all. We're going to pull it back. Um, so, the last, one of the last several things on, on this list were suicide is real, and they have to know you will help them get through anything that life brings. Continue to tell them over and over that there's nothing so bad we can't get through as a family. Um, that's really important, especially if you have a young girl that may have ended up pregnant at a young age. Please don't be trying to kick them out. I never understood that. Like, now her and the baby homeless. Like, make it make sense. Well, no, I've seen people kick their daughters out and then try and get custody of the grandbaby. You might as well let both of them stay. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? You made you starting over. It's like, I don't understand people's reasoning for that. Like, um, make sure they understand consent in every situation. Highly important. Highly important in high school setting. Because there are um, people who have been accused of things that never happened because some people are scared of what their parent is we'll going to say. say. Yep. The last thing was, your children's behavior is not a reflection of how good or bad a parent you are. Um, I somewhat agree with that because of my mom always taught me to do the right thing, but in high school sometimes, you know, well, we're coming into our own and really getting to know ourselves sometimes. We don't make the best the choices, best, right. but it does not, it's not a reflection of my household. And it's not, because when you think about siblings, and you think about people that grew up in the same household, one sibling turns out one way, and another sibling turns out another way. But that doesn't mean that you were a terrible parent, but um, these children they have free will they have a mind of their own and no matter how many times you tell them not to touch the stove because it's hot it's gonna be that one that's gonna touch the stove like it don't matter um and so but also you have to give your children um a chance to come into their own um and and don't i've seen this in families because i've seen it in my own um and don't compare one child to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about it all the time. You see, and you see this a lot, even when you have some reality stars that have talked about this. You see, you see this because it's always like, well, your brother did this or your sister did this. Okay, but they're not their sister or their brother, so exactly. don't do that. And that causes, you know, other issues because that can weigh on your mental too because then it can be like, well, 
I'm not good enough because my brother is a doctor, but I work at Target. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people don't want to live in their sibling's shadow. No, they don't want to live in their parent's shadow. And you see that. You see that sometimes in families where it's like, well, so-and-so is doing this. Why, why aren't you doing this? Or, you know, everybody, you know, your grandfather went to this school and so did your daddy and your brother. And now it's like, you got to go to that school. You know, like. Allow people to be their own person. And we, in some cases, you don't see that all the time. And it definitely, like, honestly, growing up, I used to hate when, so I have a cousin, we're a year apart. And I used to hate when my grandma used to, like, buy us the same thing, but she would buy us the two different colors. And I'd just be like, but that's not my sister. Well, like, we're not, we not siblings. Like, it really used to annoy me. Like, it annoyed me so much as a kid because I'd be like, literally, like, we literally would have the same stuff all the time because people did that. And I'm like, but why? Like, just don't buy me anything. Like, that's how I used to feel. Just like, really? And I love my cousin to death because we both had brothers, so we didn't have sisters. But it's like, don't do not do that. Like, come on, Katie Mae, God rest her soul. But she used to do that all the time. Like, for real, she would buy us underwear for Christmas. I would get the pink one. She would get the blue ones. Like, it like it would be stuff like that. Like, it irritated me. So, just, like, please just allow people to be their own person. Please. Please. Don't compare me to nobody else. Or, um, that's another thing that plays with your children's mental. It does. Because then they feel like they're not good enough. Or, like, sometimes parents have conversation they don't even know that children are listening. Like, I've seen it where parents will be talking about what their friends' kids are doing and where they're at in life. And it kind of sounds like you're downplaying everything that your child is doing. Mm-hmm. Well, most times, um, between the ages of, I want to say, 18 and 24, um... They're learning how to be independent and not depend on you for anything. So trying to compare them, now you've put more pressure on your child um, who's now trying to go into adulthood and figure things out for themselves, but you put more pressure on them to think that they have to have it all together by a certain age. Listen, I'm 32 and I don't have it all together, okay? We getting it though. If you wasn't born into money Ain't none of us have it all together Listen, getting it out the mud You got your own path I don't care what your brother, sister, mama Daddy did You got your own path Um, And you don't even know What some of these people had to do To get where they are So that's another thing Like Growing up Looking at some of the adults that I love was like oh yeah they doing this they doing that like y'all but when I got older and, and realized like wait they had to do wait a minute like oh Take you not back. who I thought you were never mind right, never mind I'll take yeah, it back I'm gonna tell you what <laughs> <laughs> like, I tell you what I'm not about that life so yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm gonna do it yeah that's, never mind that's like be careful <laughs> be careful what you wish for Careful what you wish for, be careful what you pray about. Pray, manifest what you want, not what you've seen somebody else have or do. Because as soon as you start saying, I want to be like, and it starts manifesting, um, when you start having them moments that them other people ain't talk about that they had to go through, mm-hmm. 
tell you, some everybody ain't built for it. Everybody Not at all. Because um, why I might want to be famous like Steve Harvey with all these different revenues and income. I don't ever want to be homeless living out of a car ever again. At all. Not at this time. Um, yeah, I mm, some some of the stuff like a lot of people always talk about they want to be famous and they want to be rich and all that. I yeah, that's just never been me. Like I just because I don't want the headaches that come with the fame. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have to. I don't. I don't like people like like that. So like I I have my days where it's like oh I'll be out in the boat hey social then I don't want to be bothered and when you are in the spotlight like that's not how they work like cause I be the ones that be wanting to snatch the camera out the paparazzi man hand so so it's just like the you fame is the camera I, I don't want that like I don't want everybody in my business I don't want everybody in my business now so I. Like I'll I don't take the money, but yeah, you can keep the fame. That's yeah. Shout out to these celebrities. If y'all ain't realized yet, half the time I don't even like being in the camera. Cause I, yeah, this is me preparing myself. Whenever that, whenever it's my time, I, I'm still not gonna want to be in front of the camera. Yeah. Like, just take my voice. <laughs> okay, voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> I looked into that. I'ma get there, but um. We're going to take a quick break. Um, I do want to go over the two businesses that I said I was going to do promo for this week. The first one being, um, if you're looking for a mobile massage therapist, you can hit Sway's Healing Hands on Instagram. That is Sway, S-W-A-Y-S, Healing Hands. There's no space. In between any of that, but there is an underscore at the end. As well as the other business is Pink Danity Beauty. Um, this is amazing. She's a licensed makeup artist, a wax specialist, and a lash tech. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Pink Danity underscore Beauty. Um, she has a email address on her page that you can um, do for all the bookings. Make sure you hit her up. I believe she has jumped back in, back to working. I know she recently had a baby a few months ago. But yes, Pink Danity Beauty. That is P-I-N-K-D-A-N-I-T-Y underscore beauty. Um, I was going to go over like hot music that I, that I put in my rotation this week. Because I didn't really find, like, songs that I wanted to really play this week on the radio. Um, but this is one song that I thought was kind of fitting for the topic. So, if you see us shut down Instagram real quick, that just means that we ain't uh, trying to deal with no copyrights. Yeah, so, if we shut down, we're going to come back after the break because they be doing the most. The song I'm going to play is called Giving Up by Young and Ace. Life of betrayal two times. Hey, I ain't going to lie like On this bitch, I want a whole different way. But inspect the unexpected. 
I can't see no tell no lie, I'm just way too real. My dog has stabbed me in my back, I played it for what it is. bitch for my brother behind my back, and I ain't know how to feel. To my heart and my chest, and then I bear right now, I'm trying to heal. Trust what the fuck was I thinking? 
Whip out my gun when I'm mad, I blank out. I killed the op and I didn't even think about it. When we in Cali, them bags get mailed out. You better get this shit before it sell out. Give her some dick and she not trying to leave out. Put the Glock on the mama, watch his ass bleed out. Fuck in the back, probably pull a bitch weave out. Don't get in your feelings, just let this shit play out. Broke ass ops, I be watching them fall off. I'ma be up for a while, I'm a big dog. You don't wanna get a nigga like me ticked off. If they on the map, then we knocking the strip off. Talking behind me, you know I'm gon' get lost. I saw my vic and I couldn't even hit off. I used to hop out, getting my shit off. I don't say shit about my vic getting picked. Nigga say it, cheat, tell him poke out his chest. I'm the type nigga a bitch never met. Stop all the sneak this and give me an act. I'm really rich, I don't need a blue check. This nigga wanna be, don't want no bun with me. You ain't no money, I won't let you come with me. Put a bitch out, ain't no sin, home comfortable. My bitch on the way when I tell her to come to me. I'm not going home till I run up a bonus. I'm on that money, I never be lonely. I cut people off, they quick to be phony. When I was broke, they was quick to disown. Now motherfuckers hope they don't catch the corona. Me, I can rap out shit cause I own it. Them niggas come, I'ma go out like Tony. And I got smoke, so I move around loaded. Bust on my wrist and I bet they gon' notice. I pull three of that walk and I'm floating. I took his bitch, left his dumb ass holes. You know these bitches be crawling like roaches. I put the one on the two, that's the dizzy. I'm on the yo with a leg in my glizzy. Bitch ass, I'm niggas scared to get busy. Can't love bitches cause all I'm tricking. and the thoughts that people deal with depression so I wanted to go ahead and play that song it's a little bit touching and then No Savage y'all know is from the area so I figured I'd play yeah then I, I got hated on by um, Instagram so oh the song that y'all just heard with, with the with the no words just the music um, the song is called Tadow but if you go on YouTube search Tadow by Masego, M-A-S-E-G-O. You will see him and this cool-ass white boy with dreads um, in the studio using all different kind of instruments to make that song. I don't know. I really like it. I'd be listening to it when I'd be rolling up. It's become one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now that we're back, I'm, uh, we're going to talk about, um, as I stated earlier, it's National HIV Testing Day. 
So I figured I'd drop some facts on that. Um, came from CDC.gov. Uh, they have the latest information they have and the statistics is from 2018. In 2018, there were 37,968 new diagnoses. 69% of them were from gay or bisexual men. 24% were from heterosexuals. And 7% among drug users that uh, use needles or syringes. The most affected population was... Of course, African Americans. Of course. Um, and then it, it went a little bit further to break the numbers down where 9,444 people were from uh, black males who were in, who were only dealing with other males. 3,758 were from black heterosexual women. 1,739 black heterosexual men. Um, that's, and when we talk about the heterosexuals, um, I want to say it really, that goes back to the statement of, please be careful with who y'all deal with. Definitely. Because, um, you know, it's some d people on the down low. Then you have people who just don't want to share their status or people who just don't get checked. Because I feel like they know what they're in denial, still living in denial. And that's what it is. A lot of people um, live in denial. But I definitely tell people that get tested. Um, if, especially if you have multiple partners within a year, definitely go those every six months. Um, I go once a year because I don't be out here uh, laying alone, spreading the wide. Because if it did happen, I know exactly who to go to if I was to catch anything. But, um... But definitely, like, and the crazy thing is, y'all, the um, the statistics amongst teenagers yes. that have SEDs, especially in this area. I did a lesson, I want to say two years ago, um, with my high schoolers, because um, they asked me. They asked about SEDs and HIV it's and real. stuff because their parents aren't really talking to them about it. All right, cool. I teach health, so therefore... Oh, we did a whole lesson. I went through, I gave them the difference between an STD and an STI. Um, we went through what was curable, what's not curable, all those different things. And um, You know some adults who don't know that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we also, um, I also looked up this, the statistics in D.C. because a lot of my students are from D.C., and during that time, I want to say that it was 2018, 2019, herpes was very popular amongst um, 13 to 19. So, yes. Uh, so, definitely talk to your kids. Like, I, I wish, now I ain't never had nothing, but I wish that my mom and my, would have talked to me more about it. Like, and because me and my mom just had this conversation the other day, because we were watching some something, I don't remember what we was watching, I think it was like Dr. Phil or something, um, and she was talking, the, they were talking about, talking to your, no, it was The View, and they were talking about, I don't know if you guys be on TikTok, but on TikTok, there's like doctors and nurses mm -hmm. that are giving 
uh, advice, and they're talking about STDs and STIs and uh, vaginal health and all these different things. So the question was, would you allow or are you comfortable with your child getting advice from TikTok? And so some people was like, oh, that's cool. Then another parent was like, I would rather that um, – my child talks to me or if they're in school because you know some schools do have like a rigorous uh health course when it comes to sexual health and stuff like yeah. that shout out to miss mason i know she passed away from lower high school but uh she definitely was my health teacher in ninth grade and she definitely gave us photos that had me scared right and i and i think that's the thing with it and um because when i had this conversation with my mom i was saying how when we talk about HIV and other STDs and STIs, it's so taboo because it's like, oh, no, oh, you want to know about that? But it's real. Like, it's a reality. Like, people are people are dying from AIDS. People are still dying from AIDS. Yes. Um, people are still being infected with HIV, even with the pandemic. And the thing is, they haven't been doing a lot of testing for that uh -huh. because of the pandemic. And so there has been articles that have come out. I think, like, West Virginia now all of a sudden has a high rate of HIV cases all of a Probably sudden. because there ain't nothing shit else to do. <laughs> they ran out of shit to do in quarantine. So, definitely definitely check yourself even if the world was shut down for a year some of y'all was still out here sneaky linking so um especially you sneaky link people even if you're in a relationship i'm gonna say this yeah and people always get so offended when i say that, i don't give a fuck but um just because, still get tested just because your partner is only with you um you never know especially with um, HIV, especially with HIV and AIDS, um, I've had family members die of AIDS. Um, I've had family members that were HIV positive. Um, watching someone die of AIDS is hard. It's hard because mm -hmm. I literally watched somebody that was strong and healthy, like wither away to nothing and just die. Um, but with HIV, HIV can lay dormant in your body for uh -huh. years before it decides to be like, hey, I'm here. So that's why it is important um, to to get tested. Like, um, well, it's not just like, but uh, some people who have herpes can uh, not have an outbreak. Yeah, they don't have years. outbreaks. And then it's like, oh, Randomly out of boom, nowhere. here it is. Yeah. And then they spread it. So definitely... Um, Definitely take control of that. I know before America uh, has shut down, my church used to do the HIV testing where literally you could get tested during the middle of service. And even though I had just got tested like a couple weeks ago, I was like, okay, go ahead, swap my cheek, do they whatever. Have, they have home kits. Yes. Um, so if you look online, I, I, I'm going to get the website out when I get to it. But they have self-home kit testings that you can do. As well as, as I stated again, like Maryland um, Department of Health, it, they test for a lot of stuff there. As well as, uh, it does. You don't necessarily have to go to your doctor you if don't. you're scared <laughs> that your doc. You don't want your doctor to know what's going on. I mean, you can go. Even though that's the person that you Hello? should leave. I mean, some of y'all ain't got doctors. I get it. I don't understand. I got to get new primary care. That sucks. I liked her. Yeah. She's leaving. Um, 
And that's another thing, too. Like, if you go, if you have a primary care provider and you feel like they're not giving you the best um, care, please, please try and find another one. I will say this. Black people, brown people, please be careful when y'all going to a doctor of non-color. Because we do not get the treatment that we're supposed to get all the time. Um we don't they don't take a lot of things that we say to them seriously Mm -hmm. um me personally all of my doctors except for well my dental hygienist she used to be but all of my doctors except for my dental hygienist are either black or they are brown um and women i definitely no shade to the men gynecologists but i just personally don't like going to male gynecologist because I feel like everything that he gives you is by the books and there are some things that you know you can ask your doctor as a woman and she may be like oh okay yeah that's normal you know other women may go the man might what you know it's a lot of textbook things yeah Uh, I would say when when picking your gynecologist um we have some of them that don't deliver babies. They just are focused on yes. the check. And so if uh, you're dealing with someone who doesn't deliver babies, I would say switch. Make sure. Now, remember, y'all, it's a gynecologist. It's an OBGYN. So they have, you yeah. have some that, like, they are, uh, I can't remember what the big word is for the, the, o- for the OBs. Uh, yeah. But they deliver babies as well as deal with vaginal health and reproductive help but then like you say you have a straight just a gynecologist that they they just they don't deal with the natal side or the the baby side i always have picked uh, a doctor that has delivered baby just because i feel like you can probably assess things differently than somebody who just looks at people's cool cards that's (laughs) that's why i i mean i had a male gynecologist it was weird um but then i ended up um getting a black female and i you know about to get another um, black female gynecologist and the reason why I say that going to a woman as a woman is more comfortable because I will give y'all a prime example so um, I had asked a question where and I don't have no problem saying this because apparently a lot of women do with this where when you eat seafood okay you know a lot of it sometimes your lady bits smells like seafood so i had asked the question i was like well how come and, and you know and i asked her because i was watching the braxton's and tamar had said the same thing like she don't eat a lot of seafood because you know down maybe something like seafood i literally asked this question and she was just like i have no answer for you but you are not the first woman to come in yeah. here and ask that question. Now, I figured out, you know, basically what it is. It's just your pH balance is off. So, as long as you drink anything that has some type of acidity, yep. um, orange juice. I or like pi- with the lemon. The lemon. I prefer pineapple juice or um, orange juice. Or, pi- or eat pineapples as I am eating the seafood. And then I don't have them issues. But, um, but that's why, me, that's why I like going to a female. Because... What can a man like? I don't think a man can really give me. Uh, 
I don't know. But she I mean, literally was like, there's no scientific. Like, I was like, well, if it's happening to multiple women, then there's something scientific. It, I mean, yeah. it's literally just your pH it's, balance. It's, but And it differs from differs from person to person. It's just like when pe- some people eat asparagus and their pee don't stink. Yeah, because mine don't. Do. Um, that's why personally, I love asparagus, but uh, after I eat it, I'm not coming nowhere for a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> Hey, that's just me, cause it felt like no matter what I do afterwards, it still like lingers. I'm like, bro, I can't do this, not in public, yeah. not anywhere. No. Well, I eat seafood. I try to make sure I eat some pineapples or something. Well, I'm gonna be minding my business for the next twenty four to forty eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it is important to one find a doctor that you're comfortable with. Um, and like if you're most of the time with your insurance, you can look at people's, like, background and see a picture of them before yes, you Yes, and you them. can see if they're board certified, if they're not board certified. Like, um, that's very important. I know we kind of got off topic, but it goes along with what we're... Yeah, because we, we're talking about health. Yes. Um, but, Six but, months through this year. Yes. Y'all got time. I will say, if you don't have health insurance... Right now, while Joe is still in there, please get in. Sign up. Uh, I think it's um, is it Maryland Health Connection for this day? I think it's Maryland Health Connection. I only had it uh one one time. But I ain't gonna lie, that Obamacare when Obama was in office, that Obamacare was a one, and that's what Joe tried to bring back. So um, make sure y'all look it up if you don't have a doctor right now. If you don't have health insurance. Um. To go back to the HIV new cases, and again, I say this is from 2018, ages 13 to 24, there were 7,891 cases. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell from y'all. 13 to 24. You pretty much just started fucking. But the thing, but the thing but, about that is, it's a lot of these young girls and young boys are messing with these older men and women and these older, these rapists, because that's what you are, pedophiles. that are pedophiles that are sleeping with these young children, um, are knowingly giving these young children HIV. And, and I mean, like, it's really sad because 13, 13 years old and, and, and you're and HIV positive because it's, again I stated new cases these aren't people who were born with it because we're going to talk about it later but if uh, a mother is pregnant and they have HIV positive they can pass it to the child but there are also ways now with um, yeah, stem cell and all this other stuff where they the child cannot get it there's new medications and all these things that are coming out but that number is really alarmingly shocking 7,000 cases from 13 Listen. like ew I'm about so, I'm getting a dog I don't got time um, it almost doubles for ages 25 to 34 13,491 and I know there's some y'all like a million some people here that's still a lot that's yeah. still that's still like one. To, I give I give you maybe less than one percent of the population, but that's still scary it's because they're almost out of one out of every eight people will either have it or 
um, will e- come in contact with somebody. And when you talk about new cases, you know how long these people had this Hello? before they went and got tested and the test came back that they had it. So now you have other people that this these people may have gotten and came into contact with. And have had sex or whatever, and now these people got it. So it, it's it's so many factors that come into the play. Also, I will say this, ladies, please at the nail salon, please watch them too, because I've seen a case where a young lady ended up catching HIV because she got cut by the equipment that they uh, used in the um, the salon. And they didn't properly sanitize the, the girl. I think the girl was like a virgin or something. So that's how she was able to trace it back to the nail salon because she hadn't had sex in her mm-hmm. life. And so BPE is important. And it, mm, I don't even want to throw no. I ain't gonna throw no business under the bus. But um, what Phyllis said, you need to really watch some of these salons and how they um not only clean their equipment but their space definitely definitely um Um, because that is like highly important how you deal with especially when you don't know the person mm -hmm. and they happen to bleed somewhere um it's highly important that you treat it like it's contagious at all times definitely because some of these new cases everything isn't always sexually so I don't want everybody to just yeah. be like, oh, this is, it's, it's really not. We because get into it. Because even in Arizona, okay, so I know y'all heard of the vampire spa- facial things. So what the vampire facial is, <laughs> Kim Kardashian, y'all love one. Be- anyway, she started this. So what they do is they, they draw your blood out, and then they do something to the blood, and then they take the blood, and they use the blood to put it back on your face. It's supposed to do something to your skin whatever so there i'm sorry y'all couldn't see my face yeah like her face was like what so there was a spa in i want to say either vegas or arizona somewhere over there where the lady was she first of all she wasn't licensed to do this procedure and so she was using dirty syringes dirty needles and she infected people with hiv because whoever she was because what she was doing was she was taking the blood out of people but then not use you're supposed to use that person's blood so like if if i'm going to get a vampire facial they're going to take my blood from me and put my blood back on my face or whatever they're doing but she wasn't doing that. She was like using other people's blood on other people and using and not sanitizing properly. And um, they had like I want to say it was at least twenty new cases of HIV because of that. I'm so, you, um, so that's why I say mm-mm. be ladies, men too, because you know men go get their feet and be very like you really have to watch and really pay attention because you can get diseases from these salons and everything and ain't everything isn't always sexual because you know everybody yeah. ain't out here you know living like that so yeah that that definitely was an article it happened um earlier this year and i was just um, like i don't 
I don't think I would do anything that involves anybody having to extract. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Things. But it's just, it's really sad because you go to get a routine, you get skincare, and then you come out with this life-altering disease. So, I'm, love yourself. However you are, whatever you're going through, try some other skin routines. <laughs> Love yourself, please. Yes, but definitely um, with these salons, excuse me, um, they should be pulling out the packs. Now, most of them put the little shower cap looking thing in the foot tub. So, these are all things that you need to be looking for because you can get anything. We ain't talk about HIV. Like, I've seen people get... um like athlete's foot because they didn't properly wash the tub behind someone else and yeah so and i think like so you know um even though people get been getting pedicures for a while they didn't really like change it to where they have the plastic over the thing until like covid i want to say well where i was going was prior to covid but it still wasn't long enough where it, it should have been. I would probably say, like, because there was a, one spot that I started going to. They were doing it. That was the first time I ever seen a spot. This was a spot. I'm I want to say it's been in the last five years. It ain't no nothing longer than that. That was, though. like, three three years ago. And it was the first time I seen it. I was like, oh, like, I didn't know that people were doing this. Them upscale salons? Yeah. And this is a, considered an upscale one. It's in, in Bowie. It was considered upscale. <laughs> so they were doing that. So that was the first time I ever saw them put the little the, I, it looked like a big shower cap to me that they right. <laughs> that they put in the foot bath um, before you um, get your pedicure. And so now it's a lot more common, but um, now I go to a black-owned salon, and she uses um, plastic tub things. Like, she, they sit on, like, a heater thing, and she does and everything, the and then she just throw, and she can throw the um, their disposable little foot, foot baths. So she can oh. throw the whole thing in the trash. Yeah. And... Yeah, so I'm okay with that, you know, and I watch her. She wipes down areas, whatever, and then every time. Now, there's another thing, because believe it or not, like, HIV is one of those things that's scary because you can get it even doing the most innocent things. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's not always something that's sexual. Even when you go and um, this for ladies that get their nails done, they are supposed to change the little thing that they say in your fingers down with they are supposed to put a new one on that wand every time they do somebody else's nails um some of these salons don't do when i found that out i was like oh no and some of these salons do not do that they will use the same um, one the same sand and thing I'm saying we're just pretty close to ninety yes. percent, and it's scary because those little things. When I know, like the man that's watching this is probably like, "What the hell?" But when, <laughs> but when they are buffing out your nails and they use the little whatever, I've been cut by those before, so it's super scary because it's like, um, and I've seen, but I've seen where they they sanitize it and they pull it out. I've seen, I've seen that, but it's still like scary because like i've been cut with like my, my finger was bleeding so uh but of course i don't go to them no more but <laughs> but i'm just saying like when it comes to to this 
virus and this disease like you have to be very very careful because mm-hmm. it's it's truly not something that is just sexual like when you go to them jobs and they give you that blood born pathogen training you better pay attention and hey, shout out to Parker Planning because we went through that hey, training every, every summer. Year. Every, every summer. Every year we went through it. Every summer. And every school that I've worked at, we have all done bloodborne pathogens training uh, to the point where I definitely probably don't need it no more. But <laughs> in my job where paper cuts are, like, very common, I feel like that we should because um, it's a lot of unsanitary people in there, but that's it, neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, but it's just that with with this disease, like, it's, it's definitely something to take seriously. And um, with the number for that age for 13 and 20, like, y'all, that really bothers me. Super and our age bracket is, is double that, but the fact that it's starting at such a young age and having right. such a high number, because 55 and up, let me tell you, it's half of what the age bracket And they, is let me tell y'all this too now, there's been studies that the STD and STI rates are going up in the 55 and older community, okay? And that's because they be messing with these young joints. Mm. And, you know, then they go back to the to the retirement community. And, you know, they messing with Miss Ethel across the hall. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, seriously, like, it's, it's crazy because it's just alarming to think, like, here we are, 20, almost 30, probably 30-something years later since, you know, we've learned about this disease and or this virus, and it still runs rampant, and people are still out here not protecting it? themselves like they should. Um, one thing about me, like, if I'm dealing with somebody, like, I, it's you and only you. I'm letting you know that. And if something comes up, Y'all might see me on First 48, some um, snapped. Hey, y'all ever seen what Lisa left out, Lopez? Yeah, burned down houses. Um, I don't know. I ain't going to still be in it, though. I don't know where she was there. But But, um, that's definitely, but definitely have that conversation. I literally had, I've had students who, um, they are, significant other didn't want to get tested and I was like baby girl if you want to know your status do it for you um but also we ain't got to do it together because I'm gonna know about me right and that's and and that's a, a red flag for me because if we're dating and you know we decide that we want to whatever and I'm like well let's go get tested again you like no nah, I'm good N- no you're not nah. no you, you I, I, somewhere, yeah, you good, not, with me. not over here you know what I'm saying so really really take charge of that and of your health but um that that those that that rate is very high and um as a educator it's just bothersome because i've had i've had i've dealt with students who have come to me and they've talked to me they've had stds and i I don't know why the children be feeling so open to tell me about it but um, you created that safe space. But I've had conversations with them. I'm like, listen, and I, I don't play about stuff like that because one thing I don't play about is my physical health, my mental health, and my money. Then the three things I don't play about. But when it comes to your sexual health, like that is something that's really, really important. 
um, especially because even with HPV, um, even though our bodies make their own HPV, which they don't tell you that, uh, but it's a safe level. Yes, it's not whatever. So that's again, please be an advocate for yourself when it comes Mm -hmm. to especially your sexual health, because you want to feel safe. You want to feel safe with the person that you're dealing with, and you want to feel safe, you know, and, whatever. And if you go to a regular doctor, I'm telling you, because uh, you can, once you get tested, and uh, or even if you get blood work done, um, they have my chart. You can look at it. You can look at it with somebody that you trust. Yeah, I got Kaiser. Kaiser just sent you this. Oh. I had to curse yeah. them out because one year they ain't send me my results. I said, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> so, like, with, with my with my doctor's office, they have uh, my chart where you can log in and you can see everything. If you don't understand something, you can call and request the doctor to go over your lab work with you. Um, but it's highly important because when, when I go through more of these statistics, um, because a lot of people think that only people who can contact can get it is uh, the the gay community, which is false. There's a it's, it's, it's a very, documentary very on Netflix. It's like thirty minutes, and it talks about um, HIV AIDS. I actually showed it to my students. I'm yeah, I'm that teacher, um, and it talked about how people had to come to the realization that this isn't a gay disease, like. A- anybody can get this, and um, it's it's highly important too. Especially if you deal with somebody who, um, I know y'all gonna like try beat me down when I say this, but somebody who's been incarcerated for a long time, and they come home, highly important. Okay, the jail test them. <laughs> Boop, skip over the jail, get them tested. They need to get tested again. Okay, them love at the lockup people. <clears throat> <laughs> So for um, I had somebody ask me because I've had this conversation before. So just to put it out there, the statistics for the transgender, from male to female, make up one percent, and female to male make up less than one percent. Black men make up thirty-seven percent. How is it we just Latino no, no. make up thirty percent? And white make up 27%. Um, y'all can translate them statistics however like, y'all cause, want. Because in my mind, I'm like, we always, as people of color, we always number one of everything. But black folk, we third in this country, y'all. We are not the one or the two. We the three. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just be trying to understand. But keep going. Um. There were 15,820 deaths among adults and adolescents in 2018 due to HIV. And as I go about it further, because the ways it, the only way that you can really the, the die from it is that means you were not taking care of yourself because they prescribe medicine when you're in stage one or two. Once you get to stage three, it's eight. Yeah, and once it gets I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that, too. Um, but I do want y'all to understand there is no cure, but it can be controlled. One thing I read that I really didn't... Unless your name is I really Johnson. didn't know was um, 
This virus came from a chimpanzee in Central Africa. And it has a whole nother name. Horses have it. Yeah, it has Ho- a whole ho- nother name. And horses like, so carry HIV. This is going to sound fucked up, but... Somebody um, was fucking a monkey. Go on and say it. Um, one... Fucking a monkey. Stop fucking animals. And stop eating these random animals. I don't think God made it intended for us because they say... It may have been that somebody killed the monkey and and ate the infected monkey, bro. But that doesn't even make sense because if it's a blood-borne pathogen, you eating the monkey is not going to... That, that don't even make sense. So, again... Because <laughs> everything don't always go straight to your blood system. When y'all go to these foreign countries... That's not how the circulatory system works. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Nah, but for real, um, there was there was a book because my aunt she was a um, a, a nurse for like fifty years, and she Family you know did some research, and she, and she said literally that um, animals some animals carry them, and I read that horses carry HIV, but they don't affect them like it affects humans, and um, people are into bestiality. No, thank you. Wow. Uh, Shit. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Um, and people are literally having sex with animals and having sex with animals with no condoms. But I don't even know why you would want to have sex with an animal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So. I'm going to go over some symptoms. Yeah. Gross. Um, so, don't, guys, don't get scared when I say this and start thinking. This is not just one of them things don't where think you Google you your it. symptoms right. and shit. It says, it's common flu-like symptoms for two to four weeks after infected. But you can also be asymptomatic. Yep, lay dormant in your body. Right. But, of course, the flu-like symptoms, fever, chills, rash, night sweats, muscle aches, sore throat, fatigue, swollen lymph nodes, or mouth ulcers. Um, Stage one is called um, the acute stage. But that's when you're highly contagious. So that's why it's important that you get tested on a somewhat normal basis if you have all these multiple partners, as do um, a lot of people throughout the DMV. Please get tested. There's no reason why Baltimore or Washington, D.C. should be in the top five cities. Um, Stage two is the chronic stage where you can be asymptomatic, where you're no longer to have those symptoms um, because it's now reproducing at a lower level. And if you take the medicine that you were prescribed, it could stop you from moving to stage three. Now, all this information is on cdc.gov when you look up um, HIV. Um, stage three is where they consider you to now have AIDS. Is where you're sick, they give a life expectancy of three years if you go without getting treatment that's a very short time uh, yes and so let's say you're scared to get tested and you have it in your mind you think it's a possibility that you could because you have all these symptoms you're very sickly you are cutting down your life expectancy time now because you won't because you get won't get tested. tested or get the help that you need and it's the most severe phase behind stage one. Because stage one, you're contagious and you can give it to anybody and everybody very easily. 
Um, I'm also going to go over the transmission and how you do it because I know yeah, a lot of people say a lot of ignorant shit. You cannot get it from using a bathroom yeah. behind someone. You can't get it from... That's like if you lived in a house and... Sis sat on the toilet and she she has she is HIV positive. Um, as long as she didn't bleed and you don't have an open sore, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you can get it from sex. Um, a ra- I'm saying a rare way from getting it from sex is oral sex. But that requires the person to, the, to be to some type of cut a or something ulcer. in their mouth. Yeah. Or some other way. Um, so we, we spoke on the pregnant, infected mothers, giving, passing it along to their babies. Sharing needles or syringes. The bodily fluids that can be transmitted are, um, if you work in the medical industry, mishandling infected, infected bodily fluids at work, uh, which would be blood, semen. No, it's cum and the pre-cum. Both. Ain't no pull up So, rectal fluids, vaginal fluids, and breast milk are the only can't, fluids. Can't you get it, um, and I know it's like rare, like in your eye? Like, um, if it can be it transmitted be, through your eye? Yeah, and it's really rare, though. It's like if somebody's sweat was to, like, drip in your eye, or if, um, a blood, like, it was something, like, really rare that I read. It was a really rare <laughs> moment. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's a serious conversation, but right, something, I'm sorry. something just happened in the studio. Studio technical <laughs> difficulties. If you can see it on my live. Okay. I don't like when shit falls near my face. <laughs> Clearly. Um, but you cannot, it cannot get transmitted through ticks and mosquitoes. Um, oh, no. It looks like it's changed. It says not through saliva, tears, or sweat. So... It pro- the only other way I could think of is if there's a cut or open sore and someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I get it from hugging and shaking hands? I remember having this conversation with people in fucking middle school asking oh them ignorant ass questions. Instagram, what is. Bruh. Um, you won't get it from sharing dishes or from the air. Um, if you need information on where you can get tested at, it is gettested.cdc.gov. Or you can call 1-800-232-4636. The key things really are to eat healthy regularly. Don't don't be skipping meals. Just make sure that you eat healthy, exercise, work out. Because um, I said earlier what the leading causes of death for black men are. And high blood pressure is really high for... uh, some of us are getting close to that 35 mark. So the thir- 35 to 64-year-olds are 50% more likely in the African-American communities to have high blood pressure. So please take care of yourself and um, get tested. It's highly important. I don't, I don't want to keep drilling y'all with facts and everything. Um, there are a lot of things that are coming up in the weeks to come the events of summer is finally here guys we're still practicing social distancing I we hope. outside but safely 
um, Friday, I felt like it was nobody outside, but everybody was outside because it was traffic. But I couldn't find like none of I couldn't find nobody. So I don't know if y'all had curfews or something. I said that on Facebook. I don't know if y'all had curfews or y'all in uh, relationships and y'all just part time outside. But um, I do plan to be outside a lot this summer. I need I need a tan. Listen, That's first and foremost, I've been at the pool two days. All <sighs> weekend. Need a tan. Um. Well, I'm gonna go over a couple of events as we begin to wrap up. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Phyllis a minute to get her final thoughts together as I go over the the events that we have. Well, I can't say we the events that are going on throughout the DMV over the next few weeks. Um, one, I do want to do shout outs real quick too. Shout out to Mr. Cool who was here from Channel Cool. Um, he has done a lot of support. He has given us a lot of support. Definitely shout out. Prior to and after him being here, he's still giving us a lot of support. And Definitely. me and him didn't even beef while he was here. <laughs> and um, we also talked about doing some future collaborations together um, on our side and on his side. If y'all don't follow him on YouTube. Go subscribe to his channel as well as if you don't subscribe to our channel yet, you need to go do that. Yeah, go do that because Instagram definitely hated on me twice today. So sorry, guys. Yeah. There will be no IGTV of this one on my page sorry. today. Sorry. It is on my page. I did. Sorry. You probably missed all of 10 minutes on my page. It, well, I shouldn't say my page. So this is not my personal page. I just post from the podcast page a lot. Um, also, another podcast that I want to shout out is Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast. My cousin and his friends, um, if you don't know, there's a lot of see pleasant motherfuckers on there. <laughs> That's where they got Makes the sense. from. Yeah, so um, Unpleasant Thoughts Podcast, you can follow them as well on YouTube. We're working out some dates to get them in the studio, and when I tell y'all... Um, be prepared when they come. Like, if uh, if you laugh too hard, and you, like, you know, some people when they laugh real hard, they gotta pee and shit. Yeah, so y'all gonna have to be prepared. Yeah, that's me. I'm gonna. Um, y'all yes. gonna have to prepare for that because shit gets real whenever my cousin's in the building anywhere. Um, so I said I was gonna do all of these events. I'm gonna run through them real quick. This Saturday, the holiday weekend, July 3rd, DC Vibe Band will be. At 8131 Georgia Avenue in Silver Spring. That is the fire station from 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. Shout out to Pretty Pamper Queens Auto Club. They are doing a meet and greet at Anacostia Park on July 31st from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. They're going to have food, music, and games. You can go meet those ladies. Um... Also, I noticed over this weekend, they started posting a lot of um, concert dates. Woo-woo. I'm excited. Because, um, you know, last year I really wanted to do concert and shit was still shut down. So, they also put out the date for the National Cannabis Festival. It's August 28th. It's going to have Method Man and Red Man as the headliners with Young M.A. And, of course, Backyard Band is going to be there. You can go to nationalcannabisfestival.com. So, I 
October 2nd. Sound far away. It's only three and a half months. It's not even three and a half now. It's like three. Broccoli City Festival is back on Saturday, October the 2nd at RFK Stadium. The headliners, they're going to have Lil Baby, Moneybag Yo. Don't don't shoot me for saying her name wrong, y'all. I think her name is Snow Allegra. Thing. I don't That's know who that is. Um, she sounds a lot like Sade when she sings. Oh, okay. um, if you're looking for a basketball camp or something, well, it's not really necessarily a basketball camp, but for a league, a summer league for your child up there in between the second and fourth grade, um, Little Hoopers Mini Summer League is um, by Rhythm Dribble. They're hosting it this year, uh, July 10th through August 1st. Game will be played on Saturday and Sunday at Little Boys and Girls Club. Um, I have posted that on my page. If you need the information, just hit me. Um, There's a couple pop-up shops coming up July 31st um, from 1 to 5. Middle River. It's a little bit far. It's Baltimore County. But real time when the show was having a pop-up shop at 900 Bowley's Quarter Road in Middle River from 1 to 5. Um, August 14th, SOA to X-Rated. I'm having their second annual summer skate jam. 1 p.m. until they're going to have a fish fry, drinks, and more. They're going to have several DJs on site. That is going to be at 1900 Anacostia Drive at the Skate Pavilion. On Sunday, July 18th from 12 to 8, South Lawn Park, D. Michelle's Fun in the Sun. They're going to have free backpacks for back to school, as well as 30-plus vendors with moon bounces, face painting. It's basically family fun. Make sure y'all bring your kids out. Um, oh, I didn't want This is the next upcoming pop-up shop. Girls, Boss pop-up shop lawn party. They're still looking for vendors. It's Sunday, July 11th from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. All of these things will be posted on the podcast page. The Girl Boss pop-up shop will be in Charles County Fairgrounds. Um, Family fun coming up starting on July 1st. It's going to be Carnival at Severna Park from the 1st through the 10th. I'll be posting that information as well as the Edgewater Carnival is going to be from the 13th through the 25th of July. Um, I think that I've run through beyond enough things to do over the next couple of weeks. Um, Tonight, if you're free, what band will be at Aqua from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m.? We will not be in the studio next week because uh, it's a holiday. Fearless um, says she's going to leave me. I'm going on vacation, guys. I'm only going to be gone for a week. Um, we outside. Are you going to be back for the sh- Sunday after the uh, I will confirm that uh, before the end of the week is over. I don't know if I'm coming back oh, on no, Saturday guys. or Sunday. That means that I might have a standing guest. I mean, I did put somebody on standby, but I don't want them to get used to being in your spot. Uh, they ain't gonna take no spot now. You know. <laughs> you, can, you can come sit in a chair, but don't get comfortable. I'm just saying. I feel like 
He gonna stir up a lot of trouble anyway. That's fine. And I'ma I'ma stir the pot. I want all the smoke all 2021. Lord. Y'all just, just cool. Don't say don't say stir the smoke. Listen, I need to go on vacation, y'all. <laughs> so that's 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 why I'll be vacationing. Well, uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and do your Alright, so um, as we talk today about, um, again, y'all know how we are about mental, um, physical, emotional health. Um, I'ma just say this. Go get tested. Like, simple as that. Um, don't be scared because it's something that you need to know. Like, you really need to know um, your status. And it's not trying to scare anybody or make you feel some type of way but um as y'all can see the based on the numbers and the statistics that we talked about the hiv aids rate is still um going up and i know with the pandemic um there hasn't been a lot of talk about it and a lot in reference to um getting tested but definitely take control of your health um you don't live forever you're not young forever um so definitely take control of your health and you can start any anytime um tomorrow today uh right now um definitely take control of your health you know we got six months left in this year so uh i hope y'all had a decent first six months um i did a lot of of new beginnings so you know get prepared for those next six months so that's why i say getting getting tested and knowing your status is a great way to prepare yourself for the next six months of this year okay um so just get tested know your status that's where i'm at for this week y'all be blessed in these streets Thank y'all. Look, I'm going to try, we're going to try to grab a show before Felix Swagger goes out of town. We're going to see how it goes, because I'm trying to get a guest. Um, there's somebody who um, I want to have to expand more on the topic of um, HIV, because she is living and surviving with it. Um, and she's already agreed to come. I just have to make sure that uh, all the dates and everything match up. Um... What's the month of the week? Where is the week? Um, oh, one, nice. stay hydrated because um, it's definitely about to be hot the next couple of days. Okay. We outside. Um, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your water and mind your business. No, that's not my word of the week, but no, for real. Stay Drink your water and mind your business. <laughs> and get tested. Yeah. Um... Nah, the biggest thing for me is um, make sure that the people you have in your circle are wrong with you and not against you. Um, I don't even think I should indulge in I think I'm going to just leave it and set it there. Um, there are people around you who, are, who can only fake but for so long. But it's a leak like, in the boat. They don't like when you surpass them, you surpass their levels. They want you to stay on the level that they think that you're supposed to stay at. It's not how life works. Make sure that you're chasing after your goals and not after somebody else's goals. That's all I got for y'all. We appreciate y'all's support. Thank, Thank y'all, y'all for, for watching. Us. Um, y'all can catch the replay on the DMV Vibes um, Instagram. 
uh, YouTube, Facebook Live, because y'all know Instagram did me dirty and cut me off twice today. So, sorry, guys. The live or the things these vibe podcast Instagram, but we're gonna talk about it soon. Okay, you know, all right with that. We thank y'all for joining us. Appreciate the support. Yes, thank y'all for the support. I appreciate y'all. Um, even though we all celebrated Juneteenth as we should, we're gonna enjoy this holiday and this extra day, y'all, too. And we'll see y'all next time. All right, see y'all.